right guys i don't know what happened earlier but i did such an amazing podcast i mean i don't know if the air was just negative that didn't want the pot to go out but you know it was just so amazing me and my youngest son stood up here for an hour and was giving you just jewels of life so i was wounded and you know we just went to eat because i was here for two weeks because this is the month of february you know it's my birthday and i went to spend this time with my younger son you know came out here to florida i've been here for almost two weeks and i'm leaving in the morning and you know i just wanted to kind of like have this moment to give you some type of feed on my youngest son mentality of where he's at coming from Brooklyn, you know what I mean? The country, I mean, the, the, the land of everything. I mean, well, the city of fast pace to come into a country lifestyle and just introduce you to the mental and just the whole Black History Month and everything. When I say that podcast was dynamic, it was just like unheard of. With no more further ado, I just, you know, let me introduce you to my youngest, Antonio. It was going on in Cal... Yeah. Antonio here, you know, currently in Ocala, Florida, city boy turned country, you know, and it's, it's major, it took a lot of effort and hard work, a lot of mental strain just to get through, but I saw it through, and I'm in a positive state, you know, in a good right mind, and I'm enjoying myself, and I'm blessed, you know, that I made the right decision, mm-hmm. you know, to be here right now, and I thank my mother for allowing me and giving me the courage to make that decision also. Yes, absolutely. So we were talking and of course, you know, we were talking about the transition and the transition. Of course, like I said, my son being a Brooklynite, you know, born in uh, Caledonian Hospital and raised in East Flatbush all of his natural life, you know, about 33, you know, and then he moved out here. He only has been here for 10 months. And of course, you know, I'm ecstatically proud of him because he got a home, a house, you know what I'm saying? And he's doing good in his mental. So I wanted to just share, you know, just to give anybody encouragement to know that they can do the same thing. So he was just letting you know how he felt, you know what I mean? On just saying, okay, it's time for me to leave. So I was letting him just look, give him the floor to explain that. Yeah, age, age definitely plays a part. Um, family plays a part. Um, you know, currently I have two little ones. Um, you know, I just felt then, you know, like going back to Black History Month, just being in the year 2019 before currently hitting 2020, just wanting to access the American dream, you know, as, as a black American, just wanting to have access to, you know, a home, being a first time homeowner, you know, a car and a good job, you know, and stabilizing the family and, you know, and growing from there. And it just felt like everything was so fast and just for me personally, I, I I wasn't able and I didn't see myself pulling it off. And like I said, I, I took that leap of faith and I did my due diligence and I came down and here I am. Hold and behold, I can show and prove that I made it happen. It wasn't easy, but yeah, it could be done. Sacrifices, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was just asking him, you know, I was like, you know, growing up, you know, like I said, my son, you know, he's, you know, you could say I'm not bragging, but, you know, they have been there and done, they have saw things because when I used to travel, I used to take them all over the world, you know what I mean? But I think my son advancement had a lot to do with just saying, you know what, let me just get out of here, you know, and it shocked all of his colleagues and his friends, them, you know, youngers and older ones, they couldn't believe that he just picked up and said, you know what, I'm out of here, later for Brooklyn, and you know what I'm saying, I'm going to go try something new. 
And, you know, like even going back to when he was younger, I said to him, you know, um, during the school years, you know, well, if you didn't want to finish school, then you're going to have to work. So I feel that anything he puts his mind to it, he does it because he was, what, 15 years working, you know, coming straight out yeah, of high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? And just staying straight 15 years working one job. You know, and then to just pick up and leave Brooklyn. Now, y'all guys know, you know, Brooklyn, fast paced, you know what I'm saying? Everything happening. But for a young dude still, you know what I mean? I still say young, 33, just to say, yo, I'm I'm out. Yeah, and that'll be the thing. I don't see myself as young. I mean, you know, God bless the people that I grew up with, the Juniors, the Ralphers, the Primas, the Nates. Um, you know, anybody that I missed to be, you know, 33, I just wanted to be in a certain place, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, you start looming in on 40 and you get kind of scared or you get the strength and the courage and, and, you know, just me being an African American slash Jamaican, you know, that immigrant blood and that native black blood, just understanding where I came from, it, it propelled me. And it pushed me, you know, it made me, it made me take away all fears and just have strength mm-hmm. and an open mind, you know, and a lot of people where I'm at really wouldn't believe I would mm-hmm. be where I'm at. And it's really because mm-hmm. of that, you know, I'm, yeah. my father, I haven't really been in my life, but just to go and see my father's legacy as far as where he's coming from and mm-hmm. his family, it definitely helped me and played a role as with my mother and her upbringing. Yeah, let them know where your father's coming. Yeah, my father was coming from Lawrenceville, Virginia. Definitely the South, or much deeper. But me going at uh, an age of 20 when I had a lot of sense and I had some knowledge and I got Mm -hmm. that wisdom of Lawrenceville, Virginia, you know, that uh, slavery background and and beyond that, you know, uh, military background, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of history in there that once you really uncover it, it it'll shock you you know right. i stand on i don't i stand on a lot of us don't know right and right. i assume i never assume i know like you know most of us don't know so when you do know and you get this energy it'll definitely put something in your spine to make you really sit upright and be strong and you know i'm a little yeah. testimony testament to that right and i think that we was going so deep in it when i tell you guys this area i've been doing this podcast now for at least what six seven months now i think i'm up to podcast i i um I'm, i can even keep up 47 or 48 and I've never experienced nothing at what happened earlier today. I mean, we were going so deep into stuff. I don't know what happened. I looked and we were almost at an hour. And I, I looked to just say thank you, you know, telling my son I love him. And it says file wasn't wasn't able to um, save. And I'm like, what? That never happened. That was the most area shit. So, you know, we just went to eat and I went to come back and try to recap some of the stuff that we were speaking about, you know what I mean? Because it was so deep and it was more so much about knowledge of sense, knowledge of self so. and knowing who you are and knowing what your great, you know, ancestry and all our great leaders has done because this is Black History Month and it is a month of, you know, love and it is a month of my birthday and his father was born on Valentine's Day and mine's the 17th. So, I mean, like I came out here because I wanted to be here with my youngest son. You know, of course I missed him and he missed me. You know, he just 
said, Mom, I'm out. And I'm like, okay. So to see him just being out here, just holding it down by himself, you know, you know, with nobody, no brother, no family, no nothing. Just say, I'm going to take a leap of faith and step out of his box. I, yeah, you know, I commend him. You know, I was just telling him last night, yo, I just love you. I just love you so much. And this is my baby. This is my youngest child. So to see him doing this, you know what I mean? It really warms my heart and I feel very good. So I wanted him to just show like, you know, for the younger generations that's out there, you know, don't be afraid, you know what I mean? To take a leap of faith, but also don't be afraid to find yourself and find who you are. Because this was one of the things I loved it about my son and I used to air hustle. I used to tell him is that, you know, he used to have his little congregation going on in his room where he have his little peers and they will be all into the histories of all different genres of history and I would hear them going back and forth in the room you know arguing and debating and I'm like god if a camera was on the wall now we have a lot of these people that have youtubers you know what's some of the people that you know you know shout out to you know oh shout out to you know shine at a tv red pill blue pill Mm -hmm. and that's just stuff on youtube like Mm -hmm. you know you can go on and start to get knowledge start to get familiar with certain terms certain trains of thoughts and you know as you open up the wisdom will come in your add-on more you know but you have you know christians black muslims you have you know mormons you have the nuabian and this is just things of just searching when you start a quest you know the Mm -hmm. word and question is quest so you know just me asking questions led me on that quest Mm-hmm. And um, and also I, doing the research because you used yeah, to be the research, doing yeah. on you know on the website. I yeah, mean on, on the on research, YouTube's, reading yeah. the books, and I'm um, just having fun, not getting stuck in one thing. Mm-hmm. My family, you know, is strongly rooted in the nation of gods and earth. You know, shout out to my big brother. Yeah, shout the out father, to Prince. Yeah. You know, he gave me supreme mathematics, and you know, gave me a lot of jewels. You know, to help mm-hmm. me decipher things and understand things, and you know, just. Just that basis of it's not about the answer, it's about the question and that quest. It just propels me and it, it gave me motivation. And, and it's yeah. like we was talking about just knowing that people took the quest before you. And right. because you don't know, you owe it to them to find out. Exactly. People like who? Like, you know, we were talking about... Mega Evans. Yes, yeah. Um, one of the major ones who died young was Fred Hampton. He was talking about, you know, famous people like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Even if we go to the Harriet Tubmans, mm-hmm. you know, even if we go to scholars like, you know, uh, Mr. Clark, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm trying to say Dr. Sabi, mm-hmm. you know, we could uh, take from so much. But like, like I said, dealing with taking is to understand and then how right. can we use it in our everyday life right and it's a different time too it's time where you know we don't have to be kind of like searching for stuff through school you have everything at our disposal we yeah. have the internet Definitely. you have our phones you have stuff that you can Definitely. really find knowledge yourself and even to be curious to not understand why you existing but know why you existing you know and so I like the fact that, you know, we were talking and it just turned more into like a black history thing because it is powerful to know that we are people that are not united and it's sad, you know. So I was texting my son, I said, well, what did you think of Malcolm X, the movie, you know what I mean? And what did you get from it? Because I, you know, know Malcolm X's daughters very well. I hung out with them, you know, back in the industry days and I still have a relationship with Ilyasa and two of his other daughters, two of his other daughters, 
But it's just like when I watched the documentary, it just, it, I was telling my son, I said, you know, I, it cued more in on Betty Shabazz, which I've met, you know, Mega Evans College too, you know, and I commended her. But then just watching this documentary, I was watching her facial expressions, you know, after they had just killed her husband with all her kids. And I mean, like, she was just a strong woman. And it's then like, you know, my son was saying, there's so much other strong women that we don't get to see. Yeah, but know. in that light, I was like, wow, you know what I mean? And then to see, you know, um, Malcolm X and, you know, try to understand the nation of Islam from a different perspective. And I commend the man that did his own little journalist work to find out who really killed because I asked my son, what did you think about it? Um, you know, like I said, um, the history for me and, you know, knowledge is infinite. I didn't actually watch the whole thing. Um, you know, I was kind of caught up with something, but I sat down and I've watched uh, YouTube and I, you know, had other documentation before this was mm -hmm. actually put together mm -hmm. on the man who killed them. And, you know, my message from Malcolm X, the Honorable Malcolm X, you know, was black nationalism. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. that was the message to me. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about being from the nation of gods of earth. Don't worry about being a black, a black Muslim. Don't worry about being a Christian. Don't worry about being a Nuwabian. To the point where you don't put your group first, your mm -hmm. people first. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Your culture first. And that's a, the black nation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? And that was my message and I stuck. I also understand at the time it was he went against his his teacher. Elijah you know, Muhammad. the honorable mm -hmm. Elijah Muhammad, all praises be on Yeah, him. and he was phenomenal. You know, um, was he like, probably wow. spoke and put out a truth where some people felt like he was he was disrespecting their father and that led him to harm him and you know I stand on I don't feel any institution or any group or religion mm -hmm. you know to any to point take should, point. should take a mm -hmm. man's life right but right. I do understand at the time of a group of people who was blessed to get this knowledge of wisdom and information which the nation of Islam gave us and then to have one man go up against that and mm -hmm. trying to penalize that and, you know, his demise on that. But like I said, that's that's something I understand. But the message mm -hmm. is that we are a black nation. And he came from being a Muslim, a black Muslim, to put in that second, mm -hmm. you know. And the main thing became black nation, black nationalism. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just for me. That's mm -hmm. what I'm always going to stand on with the brother Malcolm. Yeah, so his message was to just try to get us to be more unified. Exactly. Yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, all the other groups and all the other immigrant groups, you know, they're, they're, they they do better than the native black American. And it's not, a, it's not a biased thing. It's not a, well, you know, it is a race to some degree. But just mm -hmm. seeing the message at that time, fast, you know, going to where we are now right, right. it's just shocking to see that you know like we, we still haven't arrived right to even understand that all these people have died for us and did yeah. so much stuff for oh, us and we are existing yeah. or have gotten the message yeah. right and understanding who they are so yeah we were deep into that and like I was <clears> telling <throat> him in the um, other podcast I was like you know it was fascinating to me I kind of was just like taken by just watching even though I was in a nation of Islam when I was younger you know what I'm saying I was a five percenter but I didn't really understand it so it was like I was being a comic chameleon at the time I would go to the rallies and you know and all that stuff with my older sister which she was really into it more 
But I, you know, I'm glad I had a little whiff of it, a little experience to understand what's about. Because when I was watching it, I was like, wow, I remember going there, I remember going there, and that's what it was. And I would get challenged sometimes, you know, people would come to me and ask me, what's my astral be? And my name was Divine Earth, so it was like, you know, I would have to tell them what Divine Earth meant. But um, just looking at the documentary and just knowing Ilias and meeting Ms. Shabazz, it just brought so much to me. And then seeing Muhammad Ali, you know what I mean? And a lot of people might just have saw him in the movie and in other things that we saw him over the years. But I always say I commend him because he was always so sharp as a whistle. Any interviews I've ever seen him done, besides him being commented, you know, being commented about his fights and, you know, telling him pretty and, you know, sting like a bee. But any type of intellectual conversations you would ever ask him, he would come in so sharp with a smile. And it felt like a lot of people knew that. But because he had knowledge itself, so he was not only a box and a pretty boy, he was very intelligent and he understood a lot about himself and knew who he was. You know what I mean? So it all coincides. So my point, you know, to say all that to say is that, you know, we need to know better and understand who we are. And I was just taking on just looking at, I often compare it because when I was younger, all I used to see was this Hitler stuff. And I said, damn, how does one man have all these, a nation of people just all, you know, just believing in him and looking up to him. But then after now looking at being my agent and seeing that Elijah Muhammad was doing the same thing. Like, I, I, I mean, I commend them. Anybody that can lead uh, a, a nation of people somewhere to believe something, you got to hear them. So I was asking my son, who taught him? Um, you know, they say uh, Eastern man. Um, some say he's white. Uh, the Honorable Farad. Um, you know, he taught the Honorable Elijah. He asked them questions and the answers. So I that's why they it. call it lessons. Yeah, all the lessons. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm writing exact, which I And this mean. man was supposed to be like a white man because when I went and Googled yeah. him, he looked white, but he y'all say white, he's Middle he's East, Eastern. Eastern. And, um, you know, that conflict is which is which started the nation of gods of earth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to stay and... So what is the difference between the nation of Islam and the five percenters? I was asking Prince the, that. Uh, you know, the five percent nation... We stand on scientific values. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to... We stand on us believing that we're God. You know, we strive mm-hmm. to be divine. We strive to be better. You know, we're not... sub. We're not... sub. We're not just stuck in one place as far as the Quran. We can cipher through mm-hmm. anything, whether mm-hmm. it's Buddhism, Christianity, Muslim, Black Muslim. We deal with anything because we're looking for the scientific mm-hmm. know knowledge and wisdom to understand and when it's right and exact we make it part of the culture you know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say so the black Muslim would be stuck in the Quran you know mm-hmm. he would have to you know depending on not putting the whole group the whole culture the whole group take the Quran on face value but we don't take things on face value and the father and the brothers at that time because it wasn't just the father mm-hmm. the other brothers and you know that was around him that came up and showed and proved that gave us you know supreme mathematics mm-hmm. because they deal with the 12 the 12 jewels right and i believe uh you know the black muslims believe that this, the main component of starting is wisdom and you know for the nation of gods on earth we stand on our square as far as to know mm-hmm. being first so mm-hmm. i just think those two things we don't have a face value and we don't take the Quran on face value, which we take nothing on face value. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to look at things and see how they show and prove in our actual day 
and deal with the science of the past, mm-hmm. present, and future. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just think that sets us apart. And, and you know, I wouldn't say we a niche group, mm-hmm. but we do respect our cousins. You know, in mm-hmm. the NOI, and it's all praises to them. But we we differ for the most part. But that are that is our cousins, right? Yeah, because I recently had, you know, 19 Keys, very intelligent young man that came and stayed by me uh, a couple months ago. And boy, we were having some mind-blowing dialogues of uh, podcasts and just, you know, just going, just listening to him going back and forth. You know what I mean? He's doing this thing. So shout out to him, too. So I was trying to get a little bit of understanding from his perspective because I wasn't clear what exactly was he. But I think he is. Um, a Muslim, right? Correct. I'm not too sure. Actually, when you did that podcast, I just started getting familiar with the brother, Nineteen mm-hmm. Keys, but I'm not too sure to say actually, you know, as far mm-hmm. as his foundation and what, what he's standing is, yeah. on. But very just, intelligent, yeah. yeah but very, very, intelligent, very intelligent um, young man. You know, the brother gave me the motivation to, you know, get up here and speak my mind and just feel at ease. And mm-hmm. That's what it is, you know. It's just an energy thing, you know. Right. It's a natural simplicity thing that. You bounce off your brothers. You understand your brother. And you can feed off of him and he can feed off of you. And, you know, shout out to that brother again. Yeah, shout out to Blue Pill and Red Pill, Red pill Mama Pill. You know what I mean? All the definitely. pills doing their thing, you know. Definitely. It's like I said, it's Black History Month. You know what I mean? It's a month of, you know, history at the same time. And I just wanted to really just get on here. Just because you've always heard me and Prince, his big brother, talk. I wanted you to hear my youngest son talk, you know, get an idea of who he is, you know what I mean? And as a young mother, you know, I, I just keep saying, you know, I'm very proud of how they turned out because they just had to go their different ways to find and get the knowledge of themselves to be able to be the men that they are today. And like I said, you know, it's not nothing for anyone to try to figure out and understand who they are because there's so much outlets for us to get into just understanding wisdom and object. I mean, I don't really preach that because a lot of people know me another way. But I mean, like I said, you know, I do have my beliefs and stuff, you know, because I'm still a pupil. I, you know, every day I rise, I'm still looking to be the better person that I was yesterday than I was the woman that I was. You know what I mean? So I say that to say, like, you know, just having my son to just leave and transition from Brooklyn, you know what I mean? A young man still, you know what I mean? He might say he's older, but I still look at him as that to come and just start his own family. You know, I'm just happy that he got his home. He's out here in the boondocks, you know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, it's I'm just good. I'm out here secluded, living yeah. a real natural, peaceful, simplicity life. You know? Yeah. And it was scary because I was like, you know, my son was like, I miss you. I was like, I miss you too. And I'm trying to be strong to like, you know, say, wow. You know, I'm even I'm out By here. By the grace of the gods, I've never been locked up. I've mm-hmm. never been in prison. So I've never been away from my mother mm-hmm. for 10 or 9 months. You know, and that's a blessing. Yes. Still, when I miss her, you know, having her here right now is even more in the physical. But just mm-hmm. for her to be so far and I'm missing her on those circumstances where right. I could get to her need be and I'm not in prison and I'm not in mm-hmm. jail, you know. So it, it, it is... It is amazing feeling, you know. Yeah, man, I'm just so proud of you guys. You know, your brother be out here soon. Yeah, my brother. And I got to get out here now, too, because both of my sons is out here. But I just wanted to tune in, you know, and cover because we were talking about the history. So we covered Lawrenceville, the side of his father, and we covered my history because I was just saying, you know, a couple months ago, maybe five, six months ago, he went and he got his, you know, um, was longer than that yeah more than the, that i did yeah, my ancestry, ancestry. yeah you know for me that was showing proof i mean word yeah. of mouth and 
word of mouth and just the lineage of your aunt, of your aunts and your brothers and sisters and people that you can yeah. to give you this, but you know sometimes you're missing pieces. And I was able to go and get records, and you know it was other people around there who who added on and gave me pictures, and I was able to put together a history going back, you know, many generations. Right. And it, it gave me a knowledge of self who I am. You know, right. I got a, a my son, my junior, who's uh who's Puerto Rican and black, mm-hmm. you know, um Jamaican descendant also. Mm-hmm. So he's coming from like three different groups. Right. You know, but to add on and show him as a person who gave him twenty three chromosomes, to show him his Jamaican ancestry to show him his african-american ancestry mm-hmm. you know it, it's his really amazing for me you know i'm trying to see and make sure that young man and my daughters are, are writing exactly where they come from you know right. they stand on their square earlier than me because i wasn't even privy to having mm-hmm. that information from mm-hmm. a young i had to go out there probably mid-20s and mm-hmm. take china buses and actually go meet family members mm-hmm. and ask questions you right know? So I, I did it for them, and I did it because of the ancestors, you know. Right. And this Black History Month, I definitely want to shout out Amos Wilson, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Ben, mm-hmm. um, uh, Henry Clark, you know, you know, Marcus Garvey, mm-hmm. you, gotta, you know, yes. Booker T. Washington, Frederick yes. Douglass. Yes. These are people that we sit with every day, mm-hmm. but I, I just ask my brothers and sisters to really have fun with what they left us as far as documentaries right. and speeches right. and go back. Yes. You know, and yes. when you do that, um, it, it just, it propels you. Yes. It changes your chakras. It, mm. it, it gives you a wisdom because, you know, we born in the 90s, 80. I'm an 86 mm-hmm. baby myself, but we don't really go back to the 1930s. Mm-hmm. We don't really start in the 1900s or right. the 1800s. Right. But um, just knowing I had family, people that died for me, people that mm-hmm. went through worse conditions and mm-hmm. overcame for the blood in me to still make it, you know, make it and, and make it, it just gives me something that I can't put in words, you know. Yeah, something so out. yeah, shout out to just to look for that. You know yeah, what I mean? Shout I out to them. Yeah, you know, like I said, knowledge is to know and wisdom is to, to understand. You know, and I always, my son used to always, before he had left, he's like, Ma, you got, you don't understand yourself. You're not in your, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I started listening. Like, you know, he was teaching me a lot. Remember the thing he was telling me, the, those African um, thing? You they had the African, um, you know what happened was for me, we, people deal with horoscopes and I went back to Ghana mm-hmm. and in African religion, you know, well, not African, there's really no such thing as an African, but, you know, going back to the tribal religion, of the Akan, they had day mm. words, you know what I'm mm. trying to say, so, you know, it's just going back to say that, you know, just dealing with the root as an African-American, mm. and I know the American side of me, we deal with horoscopes right. in the month, and right. it'll split into two months, but it's shocking to go back and deal with the African, something you were before, mm. the American, and how they did the knowledge, wisdom, understanding of you being born on a certain day. And right. that day had all your attributes and they would give you your day name. Mm, they would give right. you yeah, your name. Yeah, everything yeah, that went with you. So yeah. when they called you, they knew who your mother was. They knew who your father was. They knew what place you was in mm. birth. They knew mm. if you was the second, third child. They knew if you was an illegit- uh, illegitimate child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So all that information, we come from a people yeah, who were so intact that. Mm-hmm. that when I, you know, like I said, dealing with horoscopes and Gemini and all of this, I went 
you know, probably 500 years back mm-hmm. to tribal people, people that, you know, right, Europe, right. People, Europeans would have said that was uncivilized and they showed and proved to me mm-hmm. that was, you know, after I put in the day I was born and I saw my day attributes, they was writing exact to me. Mm. You know, they told me shit that I really had to face and say, yeah, I am a overthinker sometimes a procrastinator. Mm. And I said, damn, the Akan, the Akan African people knew this 500 years ago. Mm. And, you know, that's just one thing that really, you know, just really shocked me on top of other things of just searching and having fun and just looking at asking questions and yeah. taking that quest. Yeah, that's why I'm telling you guys, I had to do this over because, you know, this is my youngest son. So when people see me, understand that I, you know, I like, you know, I was saying that when I was younger, I had went to this school. It was a, it was a young mother's school. I took Prince to school with me because I had him when I was 15. So at 16, I went back to school. And it was these two older imams, you know what I mean? And, you know, just going back to the birth of, you know, of naming my sons them, I was just, when I was in that, in that school before I got pregnant, I was just always curious to know about the Egyptian culture, you know what I mean? And just understanding that we were queens and kings. And, you know, I don't know what really made me go hard, but I know the father liked it, Prince, when I had the name. I liked it, Prince. And so we put the name together, Prince Michael Vincent. I always got to talk about that because, you know, it was just like when I named my son, I felt like I was a queen. I don't know what it was in me at that young age. Even though I was bad, I was wild in the streets sometimes I would just come into my crown and just own that like I know I'm more than what I am I just had a feeling so like I said I named Prince Prince Michael Gerard Vincent then you know I had my youngest in our 22 I named him Count Antonio Napoleon Vincent. And the area about Prince, and I always got to make it so clear, because even when I was younger, like I knew Mike when I was about 14, 15, and then as I grew older, knew his real name was Michael Gerard Tyson. That was crazy. And my first son name is Prince Michael Gerard Vincent. So that was just like uncanny to me. And like I said, Antonio became the Count. You know, I just always felt that royalty to have my subjects, my royal subjects, you know, be announced that people know that. Them, not be now, but just be known that this is how I felt as a young girl growing up. They don't have no regular name. You know what I mean? These, my sons are subjects. Their real name on birth is Count Antonio Vincent and Prince Michael Gerard Vincent. So just in that element of learning about the Egyptian thing, I always felt like, you know, I was special. I just felt that aura, you know, of just being a queen. So, you know, I'm not trying to put it on nobody to, you know, to believe in something that they don't want to believe in, but just sharing my thoughts on this podcast and just giving it up to Black History Month and just giving it up to the month of February, you know what I mean? I just had to come on here, like I said, again, because I don't know what happened to that other whole thing, but just showing up and just letting you guys know that I'm here, you know what I mean? I just did a vacation, just came out here to just chill with my son and just show him that love and just let him know I'm here and I'm proud of yeah, him. because in nature. Man. Yeah, we, you know we what really I mean? We in nature right yeah. now. And just telling, you know, just being able to tell the listeners of the younger generation, don't be afraid to be inquisitive. You know what I mean? Like, I was the type of chick that always asked why. Who told you this and where? Where did it come from? And who told them that? And how did you know? And where did that come from? And getting all the way down to the nitty gritty because, you know, you just don't believe everything you hear but make sure you take a little bit of the knowledge of the history and apply it to your time and day you know so i'm gonna just close it off by asking my son a few questions that i asked him before i think we covered everything that we spoke about right um 
um, the main thing I was asking him too was I was like, you know, what is your why? You know, why do you do the things you do? These are the questions I, you know, started asking at the end of my podcast. Um, why for me, you know, I stand on, you know, um, it's just when you deal back with the African, you know, the African in me mm-hmm. and the spirituality in me is just knowing I'm gonna die, but trying to plan and, and lay a foundation right. for 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 my blood, for the physical who will be on this earth when right, I'm not right, here. Right. To have a culture, you know, um, you know, like I said, I come from oxtails, rice and peas, curry goat, you know, and, and, I, you come and from I come fried from fried chicken, chicken cabbage. Mm-hmm. You know, cornbread, collard greens, sweet corn, you know, yams, and potatoes, yams or potatoes. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? So I come from a culture, from a people, mm. and you know whether 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 the child, my son, or anybody that comes through me. You know what I'm trying to say? I feel like they should have these things. These things that I right. come from they and experience, mm-hmm. they should know. It will make them be a better person. They will have an understanding. Oh, where they're coming from, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, um, just speaking patois, you know. I'm mm-hmm. trying to say, and as mm-hmm. a Jamaican and being mm-hmm. around other Jamaicans and can speak it and just feeling that pride mm-hmm. as a it. second language, yeah, as a second language, yes. knowing that it's broken English, mm-hmm. but it's my culture, right? Mm-hmm. I can speak my culture, yeah, I can see exists, a fellow Jamaican and I can talk to language. him, yeah, in, in patois, and other people mm-hmm. around me will be like, What y'all talking in y'all mm-hmm. language? And it just happened to me the other mm-hmm. day that shows and proof, which had never happened to me before in New York, mm-hmm. being in the Caribbean neighborhood, but out hearing a redneck, you know, um, poor white trash type of place, seeing two Jamaican men, me, I'm highly, not yellow like that, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, the man I was talking to were dark, so seeing a fair person mm-hmm. and a dark mm-hmm. guy talking in patois, it's like, People that's y'all me. language, like, <laughs> y'all ja- like, you're Jamaican, you can talk like that? <laughs> And, you know, it's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. minds. Right. It's minds. And right. like I said, I'm just standing on whatever children or whatever I have and bring into this world. Right. Nation, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, legacy to that patois and, mm-hmm. and how we got to that language and where it's coming from and the customs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, like Kobe Bryant. People were just so shocked that he spoke Italian. Italian you, you yeah. know what I mean? And I'll go rest in peace to that man. And that's the lady. Yeah. The family, shout out to them, and also to Pop Smoke. You know, it's just nasty. Yeah, shout out to Pop Smoke. You know, man. you know, it's crazy. You know, we have to do better as a culture. You know, and I, I just really, like I said, I like to do these interviews. Shout out to Ralph Apollo, yeah. man. Shout yeah, out to I, Nate. Yeah. You know, shout out to Primaz. You know, just seeing losing him, man. Mm-hmm. Just. Like I said, just a shout out to everybody that I probably missed. You know, shout yeah, out. but you're here and you're passing. Yeah, on. I'm definitely yeah. in that. But back to your shout to me yeah, as sorry. far as mm-hmm. what I stand on and you know my knowledge, wisdom, understanding, speaking about it that is powerful. Yes. So you know, mm-hmm. me saying shout out to my son Junior, aka Casino. Mm-hmm. That's that's moving him. You know, he right, got children right. out here. He's probably not being spoken or forgotten right, about. Right. Right. Never forgotten through me. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out Ramel, aka Ralpha. Mm-hmm. You know, like again, I said. Shout out Nate, you know what I'm saying. Shout mm-hmm. out Primaz. It's, it's so many people. We'll be here for you know right. forever. Um, shout out the Dread from Two Second mm-hmm. and his mother. We lost them in the fire, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, like I said, it's coming from the city. There's death everywhere, mm-hmm. but just coming from that city and that fast pace. Um, you know, I did my due diligence, my due diligence, and I, and it gave me the strength, mm-hmm. you know, just to take 
just to take myself somewhere else and yeah, just go. Come out of Brooklyn, yeah, and just, you know, and just go. And just take that leap of faith, yeah, and I'm and so proud go. of you. Yeah, because it's yeah. not easy. It's not. not easy at all. You know what I mean? Working with what you have to work with, but like I said, I'm very proud of you. And in, in almost 11, 10 months, that you got a, your own house. Yeah, from the you know, bottom to the top. You know what I mean? You know, so you know it could be done, and you know I know that a lot of people see and always look at what we had, you know what I mean? But it's all about where you're going. Your past is only going to get you, if you look at it in detail, to get you to your future. It's nothing wrong with your past, but some people get stuck in their past. Yeah, many people get stuck in the past, and I think for me, that's what made me... um just really embrace my brother from a nation of, from a um, nation of gods and earth, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, knowledge is infinite, and, you know, like I said, I've, I felt like I've been four or eight different types of people, I felt mm-hmm. like I've been a show-off, I've been arrogant, mm-hmm. I've been all the things that a person of my <laughs> lineage mm-hmm. would come to, to really be civil at my age, and mm-hmm. just want mm-hmm. the simplicity in life, you know, want the best I'm things for my kids yes, and for yes. and for my family. And it, it's to the point where, like I said, I've been so blessed. I think about other people. Mm. You know, I do more mm. for other people, you know, than yeah. myself. But it made you the person that you are. Yeah. Like you I know? always say people don't always understand they yeah. pass and no matter what, at least you can build on it to refine mm. yourself to a better person and that today. Goes to my brother mm-hmm. and my father not him and you, you know, just having something Mm-hmm. With, with the supreme mathematics and understanding how to use those keys just to keep me pushing and never getting stagnated. Right. You know, not seeing there's anything wrong with a person being in one religion, mm-hmm. but for me, not mm-hmm. being stagnated, but to love the Christians, to love the Jews, mm-hmm. to love the black Muslims and the, and the Arabian Muslims, just to love it all and have an understanding and a unity with it, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it, it, it put me in a good place. Yeah, and also, you know, being an uncle and having your nephew, you know what I mean, shaping him to have the right perspective yeah. on this on this planet right now, you know what I'm saying? And just knowing that your kids, you know, being Puerto Rican descendant, you yeah. know, they'll be ready, can speak bilingual languages, and just know that, you know what I mean, they had a father that at least tried. And that's what I love about you and I love about this yeah. whole interview is that you try. You've always tried. You tried. And people just to say try is a failure, but try could also be successful because I'm living proof here looking at my son sitting here yeah. with saying that he tries. You know what I mean? He tries his best at all times to be better. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's all you can do. That's you know? You can. Well, that's yeah. all the ancestors did. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people had less and tried and achieved great things. Mm-hmm. You know, it reminds me when people talk about, you know, my descendant, Mega Evans, my fellow Jamaican. Mm -hmm. You know, he had a million people march Mm. with no cell phones. Mm. And people always talk about that. Yeah, he was another one. How did you get a million people to come together with no cell phones? And we take a time like now Mm -hmm. where I could text somebody and they might be upset if I don't respond in two minutes. That's why I looked at Elijah Muhammad. I was comparing him to that Nazi as, you know, but they, but they, he did, they do this. That you can have a congregation and give commands without cell phones. Yes, and people believe and prove that mm-hmm. word of mouth is everything. Yes. You know, for me, you know, we can write a text and write a letter and be mm-hmm. emotional, but it's nothing like hearing that person and their sentiment and their pain 
and, and, and their inspiration, hearing mm-hmm. it from them. Exactly, bring will, it back. Yeah, will propel a nation. Will, yeah, like Malcolm X. Yeah, like, like what Malcolm. you said, like when I asked you, I said, yeah. what did you get from him? He said, Ma, it was his deliverance. Yeah, it was his deliverance. He, he was very intelligent. He was very sharp. Yeah. You know, even though he came from a background of all the other bullshit that everybody go yeah. through, but your mechanism is what makes you up to be the person you are when you're pushed to that core of understanding why you're here and what you're going to do. You know what I mean? And what's the message? And you said it. You said it was his message. And I was like, wow. You know what I mean? I said, damn, that's deep. But okay, so what is your now? You know what I mean? Yeah, my now is, like I said, I'm 10 months in. I'm just learning the politics and I'm learning the life of a Floridian. Mm -hmm. I'm learning the life of a Southerner. You know, I got the energy and the blood. And, you know, like I said, I, I did my due diligence as far as the ancestors and stuff like that. But I got to get my own wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? And, and, and just taking it in and trying still and learning. It's like just being a kid all over again. Right. You know, I can't say I know anything. You know, I, I can't go off of perceptions or for racism and none of that. Because it'll lead you wrong. So I have right. to deal with what I know and the experiences that it give me from being here. And so far, you know, it, it, it's been good. Yeah, Reality and, and realism is, I stand on realism. So anything that came across so far, I expect it. You know right, what I'm trying to say? Right. And, you know, two things I wanted to say because before this goes into the next cut is that, you know, I always remember, you know, you always said, even when we drove down to Virginia to your grandfather funeral, he was like, you know, you always want to touch the soils of, you know, the, the, the dirt and everything of what they resonated as a culture. You know yeah. what I mean? So I love the fact, and even when you got out here the first time, you had um videotaped me. And, you yeah, know, I did turf. I actually yeah, laid down turf Yeah, you was grass. like, Ma, I like this. You know, I just yeah. want to feel the grass. You and know what I mean? With nature and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I, I just think a lot of us were not knowing them experiences. And I, I could tell you from, you know, being 33, being in the North, a lot of us haven't actually been mm. out on acres mm. of land that our descendants probably picked mm. or probably was on itself mm-hmm. and actually really sat or mm-hmm. smoked the spliff, not to be disrespectful to mm-hmm. the answers, or drunk some wine, mm-hmm. or, you know, or poured out la- a libation just to channel understand, that energy yeah, what they did, and understand what they sacrificed where people for was us, coming right. from. Mm-hmm. And then you think about the condo or the building or the house you live in. Mm. You know, and it, it's it's a foundation that had to be laid. You know, right? Nothing, nothing just happens overnight, and that's the thing that really shocked me. That this foundations that's laid. Mm. You know, even up to now, even up to the child that's probably not born, that's here, that's gonna be the new revolution mm-hmm. or great teacher. You know, is mm-hmm. the foundations that's laid. Right. So, guys, you heard it. This is my son. This is my youngest. You understand? Understand the type of woman that I am and what I raise. You know what I'm saying? That's my other rib. You know what I'm saying? You over. You heard my other rib that's always working. He's in a fast-paced jungle in Brooklyn, so he's on his way out of there, too. But, you know, the younger one took that leap of faith and came out here and you know he's at peace he's still struggling because nothing is easy you know what i'm saying i just wanted you guys to get to know 
who he is and understand where he's coming from. Because for a kid, I said to be raised in Brooklyn, and you're more, like I said, Florida is a retirement place. You know what I mean? For someone to come out of that comfort zone, come into a suburb and just, you know, even driving, like, you know, we in the forest, we're in the mm-hmm. desert, you know what I mean? Like, it's really country, you know what I mean? I'm like, wow, I'm scared to death now I'm here. And I'm like, yeah, it takes you know, a while to you know, I'm like, I'm nothing but forests. Yeah, skunks, raccoons. Raccoons. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, you're really in touch yeah. with nature, you know? Yeah, but really, I like it. You're really in touch with yeah. nature. It was a great experience. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'll be back more. You know what I mean? I, I really enjoyed my grandkids. Them, oh my God. I enjoyed his wife as, you know, just being here, seeing how she moves, seeing how they move together as a family, as a unit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it's just good. And that's all it's about. You have to have yeah. your right hand, you know what I mean, to match your left hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doing things together. Nobody have to, oh, I didn't pick that up. No, we picked I'll get it. Don't worry about it, baby. I got it. So that's what people got to look for right now. I think it's tangibility of finding someone that you can work with, yeah. you know what I mean, to help you to take you and before over. before I can find that mm-hmm. person, like I said, I had to look to the Coretta Scott Kings, mm-hmm. to the Malcolm X's, to the, you know, to the Mega Evans. I had to look to so many strong couples, not per se being yeah. black, mm-hmm. but to the unity of love, you know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? Perfect. And just understanding the balance, mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say? There's a balance, you know, a lot of us don't come from marriage, and marriage is probably declining, but the friendship mm-hmm. and the balance of a relationship it's something that we gotta strive for. You know, I reached the point where I don't even like to lose friends. You know, mm. I like lose people because I've lost people physically. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that on the phone. I just knowing how that made you felt. You know what I mean? At your age, losing yeah, some of your close friends. That propelled me to zone in. I mean, you know, like I said, I had my crib homie Ralpha, and I had dudes that saw me jump into this where it, you know they used to call me Rolf. Roth, you know, dealing with the Jews, who they say is the wealthiest Jews, and mm-hmm. just jumping into understanding finances. Because when people say, you know, Roth is the richest person, the question is, how does a family amass all of this? Mm-hmm. And how do they have it now? Mm-hmm. You know, that was the question for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the question that just led me on the quest. And it, the answer came, you know, and the, under, the over and understanding came. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how does a family amass so many wealth? How does one man come up with a vision mm. probably 200 years ago or 300 mm-hmm. years ago and that can execute mm-hmm. five, 600 years later? Mm-hmm. You know? And that had me stuck where, like I said, I lost homies that saw me probably like, yo, you want to go out tonight? Nah, I'm a, you know, I'm a chill and just build and add on to what mm-hmm. I know. You know, I need to understand this because I, I want to have family. I want to have kids. I don't want to say I want to be like this mm-hmm. guy. But I want to add on to my culture finances. I don't want my kids to have to struggle, to struggle mm-hmm. and work when this type of information is out here. And that led us back to what you led us back to the philosophy of black people, which mm-hmm. I feel has doomed us, is you can't take it with you. Mm. And what I learned and what I stand for, you're not supposed to take it with you. You're supposed to, to transfer it to your bloodline. Mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed to give gifts mm-hmm. and stuff of assets. The Jews. You know, and like other yeah. people, yeah, but like you know, other people, but, but, but it's known for them because that's what yeah, they know, do it. Yeah, they do it on such a major scale yeah, that do we it right have in to, our face. Yeah, have you know to what check mean? it and respect it. And yeah. kudos to them. I'm not yeah, knocking them. Coming, yeah. I think the question is, how could I take and add on for my right. bloodline and my group? Obtain that how could I speak to another black man or another Jamaican Caribbean mm-hmm. who probably 
feel the sentiment. Yo, man, can I take it with me? Or, bro, I can't mm-hmm. take this with me. Mm-hmm. But, bro, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to transfer. Yeah. You know, even if you don't have kids, you got nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. aunts. You know, mm-hmm. it's a last name. Right. You know, and like I said, but those I, great things. Yeah, well, those one of the things is that, you know, we wish and we hope for this podcast to bring some type of unity because that's what's missing. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got to have unity to be able to understand knowledge itself yeah. and to move forward with it. But I love you, my son, and I thank you so much for being no one of the best. Yeah, the best part of this podcast. I had to do it over, and if this shit don't say, you know, Anchor, y'all got a friggin' problem with me, all right? Thank you again. And what I always tell you guys, love yourself, do something nice. And this is your girl, Jackie Rowe. Shout out to my homies at NY. Yes, right. You were front row with Jackie Rowe and her son, Antonio. So you heard it right here, right? Happy Valentine's Day to even pass. Happy Love Month. And most of all, happy Black History Month. We hope that we gave you something that you can actually listen and get use it as a gift and a jewel in your life, all right? You take care. Thank you for listening.